Hi, my name's Lou, and today I'm going to be reading the internet for you. Why? Well, why not? And today's what is a delightful bit of extreme white pride uh, mixed with ethnic fear and phobias and misinformation about a lot of topics, strongly felt racism in the form of the forums known as stormfront.org. Now, uh, as you'll see, if you go to stormfront.org, and I don't blame you if you don't, they have some, uh, you know, white pride symbols right there on the front page, and the topics are daunting, but not impossible. All right, let's jump right in to the first post. And the first post that we'll read is in the Stormfront Subforum News, Subforum Politics and Continuing Crises in a thread entitled, Ohio Black Gang Attacks White Family. And it is by a poster named Alric the Great White Elf. And it goes like this. Negroes gang attack white family. And this part of the post is actually a quote from Vanguard News Network, which is another white power kind of place. And uh, it is just someone saying, even though the attackers made race-related comments during the assault, e.g., this is a black world, it is not yet a hate crime. You can bet your last nickel if the roles were reversed, i.e., if whites were the attackers and blacks were the victims, hate crime charges would have been filed immediately. Dan Jr. replies, One great thing about the internet is that stories like this are no longer going to be hidden. Whites everywhere can see all the proofs that blacks are not oppressed at all, but that they are in fact oppressing us. There is plenty of irrefutable evidence that blacks are waging a war of terror and aggression against us. Hundreds of videos on the internet prove it. No longer the white liberals living in the suburbs can deny that blacks are trying to destroy our race and pretend that they are good people. There is too much information and evidence on the internet. They have to be blatantly lying to pretend that blacks are oppressed. Jerry Ica writes, Time for white people to grow a set and start doing something about it. In the final post in this thread, Meg88 replies, Of course all black on white crime is a hate crime. So why is other non-white aggression towards whitey? As soon as any minority raises their hand to whitey, they have committed a serious offense. What this is called is gradualism. The more they slather on the quote-unquote mustard, the more you, quote, take it. Thing is that just a few years ago, as they say, all of this would be unthinkable. And I especially want to emphasize that the minorities include a lot of, quote, Aryans, homosexual males and white women who want to have non-white babies. Not limited just to quote-unquote government or quote-unquote corporations or quote-unquote churches, but also quote-unquote Hollywood and the quote-unquote media and lots of quote-unquote feel-good kind of agencies, organizations, and quote community involvement, close quotes, which are generally merely ways to sneak more and more illegal alien third-worlders into America while giving all that we have to blacks and gays and Jews at the same time the government is making laws such as these hate crime statutes that are at the very least inane and ludicrous, but effective because they're not being challenged by the white American public majority. If we don't get off our butts and get something going in the way of protest and moratoriums, boycotts and whisper campaigns, we are very soon going to be locked out of our own nation. White guilt is the button that is being pushed by the gay-slash-Jew lobby. You have to ask yourself, quote, Am I going to sit and listen to this anymore, close quotes? 
if you tarry over long, your children will be enslaved. You know it, too. How so? Because in a free society, there can be debate. But under a tyrannical regime, such as imposed via this gay agenda, politically correct or quote-unquote zog or quote-unquote international communism, whatever one wishes to call the thing, there is no free speech whatsoever. If you are not in favor of males marrying each other or amnesty for aliens, so get up and grab a phone and get a quote-unquote chat buddy. And work out your arguments right now. Turn off that damn TV! There is a edited note by what is apparently a forum mod that says it was edited. And the reason is, this isn't the first warning. Lay off the all caps, please. There are a lot of capitals for emphasis. And as we all know, using all capitals for words is tantamount to screaming on the internet. So, you know, this guy feels pretty strongly about it. Please, there's no need to scream. The next post is in the Stormfront. General Subforum, Subforum Ideology and Philosophy, in a thread entitled, A Useful Linguistic Technique to Smear Our Opponents, and it is by Formula One. Now, whenever a WN enemy refers to a WN, inevitably they will do so by calling him a white supremacist or racist or something like that. They do this without exception. Now, we can do the same thing. Whenever we refer to any of our opponents, we must do so by describing him as a genocidist, or perhaps cultural genocidist, or communist genocidist, or anti-white communist genocidist, or anti-white genocidist. Using such descriptions will always put our opponents on the defensive in the sense that they will always be in the position of having to justify why we have publicly identified them as some form of genocidist. My goal is to make this kind of term more potent and negative as the terms racist and white supremacist are now. The point is, people, we need our own linguistic arsenal to be able to always and immediately put those who disagree with us on the defensive. The example, when referring to any organization, association, or politician, we should simply refer to them always as that anti-Caucasian communist organization within the context of the prose or letter to the editor. Do you folks here get the idea? We just need to build up our linguistic database, if you will. What do you think of this kind of tactic? Is there anyone here who has some negative terms which we can use to put our opponents on the defensive? Formula One follows up. Moreover, we as the people must absolutely alter our verbal presentation when we refer to other cultures and races. All invective and other such openly racist terms should be replaced by a set of more respectful descriptives. Thus, instead of using rude terms to refer to black people, actually I believe it is far better to utilize the term African-American or African. Instead of using rude terms to refer to East Indians, it is better to use the term Indian or Indo-American or some Something similar. The problem with so many of the WN's choice of words is they play right into the hands of their ideological enemies by sounding so openly racist and redneck. This can only harm the WN movement because it scares off a lot of potential members and adherents. The enemies of WN do not openly express hatred for Caucasians. Rather, they use veiled language and terms to denote their underlying race's hatred and agenda against our race. So, to sum it up, I would recommend using the very PC terms to refer to other cultures and races, while simultaneously using terms I proposed in my original post above to always refer to our ideological enemies. This way you will always appear to be the considerate victim. Always. National Crusader 14 replies, I suggest the term anti-white bigot, Obama-cidal maniac, Caucasian destroyers, or white replacers. Obama is not my president. He is an illegal alien who believes in non-white supremacy. This is an apartheid. The occupation ends in 1,258 days, I hope. And then the rest of the posts are all videos about Obama not being a citizen. 
And then at the bottom of the thread, there is a post that says, if you can find his original birth certificate, go to for information at about how to collect a $25 million reward. And the website is rewardforobamasbirthcertificate.com. Great. And in the Stormfront subforum activism, subforum strategy and tactics subforum, there is a thread entitled Anti-Race Mixing MySpace Project. And it is by Arm to the Teeth. I just started a MySpace page that is about promoting race-mixing awareness. Since MySpace is one of the most used websites on the net, I figured that this would be a great place to throw some ideas. Any help with this would be great. I need some different things for my page, including pics of race awareness, anti-race-mixing, Aryan pride, etc. Possible blogs that would speak to the white females out there and tell them the horrible things about race-mixing. If anyone would like to get with me on this and help out with this little project, that would be great. Email me or search for the page on MySpace using my email. Thank you all. Night Lightning replies, The word is that a lot of whites are leaving MySpace and going to Facebook. Arm to the Teeth replies, People that have Facebook 90% of the time also have a MySpace. Plus, most younger people have MySpace, and that's the generation that needs reached the most. Phil and Y replies, One, I think this is a great idea. Two, I agree that a lot of people are leaving MySpace, but you could start the same kind of page on Facebook. Have it with both. Three, it is a big project. A jumping off point would be ideal. If we could see what you have done so far and take it from there, I would say... Links to videos about blacks degrading whites, especially white women. When I was a bouncer, I would hear blacks talk about how the white women are are status symbols for them and worthless. I started a lot of imaginary fights after hearing stuff like that, and that is mild. Links to pages exploring various white cultures. It doesn't even have to be WN, but say a Finnish site or a Swedish site. Help people explore who they are before they throw it away. Maybe show how mulattoes are treated. I'm sure some have tried to cope with trying to fit in with both races, only to be rejected by blacks for being white and rejected by whites for being black. I would say show all the negatives, but in this situation there are no positives. Race mixing is the willful destruction of one's own race. It is the vilest desecration of one's ancestry. One thing, though, we are trying to reach some whites who strayed. We cannot be too over the top. Some we have to treat with kid gloves. That's just my opinion. Nordic Heathen Vinlander writes, Leave the Aryan pride stuff alone. Keep anti-race mixing signs. Use news sources that suggest it's unhealthy. Get groups that support you. Even if you don't agree with them on other issues, they can be used to curb the usual you're a white racist. Perhaps even calling yourself black or Asian might help. If I were you, I'd create profiles too of groups who support no race mixing. Stanum14 replies, That's actually why I left MySpace and went to Facebook, because it was getting too ghetto for my taste. In the Activism Subform Strategy and Tactics subforum, in a thread entitled, I was run off from a tea party today by TDMMDI. Went to a local tea party today in an attempt to do some recruiting. I came with some business cards for my group to hand out to people. The entirety of the crowd was white. I knew there was a good chance I'd have a neocon run-in. And boy, was I right. I got about 30 cards and introductions done before a man complained to organizers and I had to leave. Just goes to show you, the sheep may be bleeding right now, but they still have no idea what the real problem is. For those thinking of using tea parties to bolster their ranks, flyering parked cars in the area, or maybe an early morning flyer drop over the area of congregation will probably be much more efficient than what I attempted. And Kampf and Siege replies, At least you tried, my friend, but you never know. One of your cards might hit the right person. Keep the faith.
Strelnikov writes, I take it you are handing out KKK flyers? That's like trying to sell heroin to high schoolers. It's better for a dealer to start young people out with something mild like marijuana, a gateway drug. When you drive off your lot, you don't slap it into fourth gear and burn rubber. You start in first gear. Try these people with something mild, like a few race-conscious websites for info. I'm currently using a conversation about race.com and vdare.com. Also, I have a printout of the A Conversation About Race site to give to people. For Hitler aficionados here, in M.K., which is short for Mein Kampf, he wrote that you can recruit for the core party people from affiliated but less radical organizations. Getting people into vdare.com or in the NRA or something is how you pull them in slowly. You don't jerk the line as hard as you can when you have the first hook in a big bass, you know? When you give them something mildly race conscious, give them a business card so they can contact you later if they get a taste for what you provided. And in a new thread, in the Stormfront, subform White Singles, subform Dating Advice, in a thread entitled, I am sick of feminism, by Normede, the post goes like this. I am sick of dealing with feminist women. I am completely sick of meeting women who are self-centered and do not want to be women, but would rather attempt to be men with benefits. It seems like that's all there is out where I live. I may have to try being a raging chauvinist for a while and see what still sticks. I'm trying to figure out what to do, but I have to sink my teeth into white female flesh somehow and make the relationship work. The reasons are bigger than myself or a hypothetical girl as individuals, but damn, if the individuals don't know how to ruin my day with their backwards liberalized beliefs. Thanks, Jews! Volodymyr replies, Feminism has ruined many women, along with many men, too. It has made dealing with them so frustrating and stressful that I, as a middle-aged man, want little to do with them anymore. Being alone is far better than dealing with feminist women treating men as their enemy, when in fact they are their own worst enemy. Feminism is not about helping women. It is about rendering them unfit for marriage and incapable of having children. Its goal is to cause a population crash among whites. It's genocidal in nature, because what's the difference if a population dies off from lack of children being born or because of warfare? The end result is the same. Annihilation. Son of Europe replies, I had this feminist teacher in college that really grated my nerves. Every conversation with her led back to women's rights. It's because of this attitude, as well as a lack of confidence on my part, that I have largely avoided ever having a relationship with women. I don't like the fact that I'm contributing to the extinction of white people, but I feel as though I don't have a choice. Too many white women just want to live in a state of perpetual childhood without a husband or kids. And I think we'll finish up this nonsense with a quick final reading from a thread entitled White Race Will Be Finished in Six Months, Toxic Flu Injections, by a forum member by the name of Osred. And it goes like this. Under World Health Organization directives, it is likely that all Europeans and North Americans will face compulsory swine flu vaccinations over the next few months. These injections will contain squalene, a substance called an adjuvant in the official jargon, which causes a violent and lifelong disorder to the immune system. Squalene was injected into Gulf War soldiers and is said to be one of the major causes of Gulf War syndrome. Some of the injections will also include live H1N1 virus, bioengineered to start off a lethal pandemic, probably those from the firm Baxter, which has already been caught supplying the bioweaponized injections to European labs labeled as flu vaccine. 
the bodies of those injected with squalene will not be able to fight off the new virulent strain of H1N1 virus, swine flu, so they will have a good chance of dying. It is not clear what percentage of people will die immediately from the pandemic, but the situation will be similar to that of the Black Death of medieval times, when a new virus attacked a population without any resistance to it. Then over 50% of the people died in some areas, and a third overall. Those surviving will face a situation of economic collapse, food shortages, and possible nuclear war. Those who don't die immediately will still face the lifelong effects of squalene. These include the development of painful rheumatoid arthritis. They will also apparently be infertile. For more information, Google squalene or Jane Burgermeister. Molotov 1221 replies, If this is in fact true, I won't be taking the vaccine. But what I want to know is, why would the potential perpetrators want massive depopulation? Depopulation in North America and Europe would plunge the world into a new dark age and annihilate the world economy for centuries. Sorry guys, but I don't buy it. I think I'll keep my tin hat off for this one. And finally, Igneous Rocks replies to this post. We have entered the age of the end of cheap oil, and our usefulness as slaves dedicated to the pursuit of material goods has ended also. I absolutely despise the medical industry. It is yet another parasite that emerged after the second fratricide war. Hitler wanted to create healthy people. Instead, we are taught that we are very, very sick from birth. I avoid the medical profession like the plague, pun intended. Our time grows ever shorter, but all the cards are still not on the table. Now then, I presume they will close all borders to citizens without a mandatory vaccination certificate. But will they continue flooding us with millions of otherwise diseased hordes? Will any of our countrymen notice this or just stand meekly in the squalene vaccination line? Here's a link to Depopulation of a Planet. Long read, but very worthwhile. Okay, well, that may not have been the most interesting Lou Reads, but, uh, well, it may be interesting to some. <laughs> okay, well, that is going to have to do it for the Lou Reads the Stormfront.org. It's a uh, kind of a boring forum, but uh, still a couple of interesting tidbits or nuggets nestled in there, here and there. It seems like everyone's very mellow, and then all of a sudden the crazy comes out. So, um, well, I hope you've enjoyed it, and please stay tuned for the next Lou Reads, which I promise will be salacious and disgusting as they mo- normally are. Uh, not just racist and absurd. So, uh, I'll see you guys soon. I'm on vacation, bitches!